0: Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level. Music, sports, fashion, politics, in the streets. The best two hours out of every week. Riding in dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time, this is what you need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy, and Matt makes me sick. T R P E, T R P E, go. T R P E, T R P E, go. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Jim,
1: for me. Oh, man. Oh, man. We're back again. We're back again. For the first time. For the first time in front of the last time. Who had an album called Back for the First Time? Ludacris. Oh, yeah, yeah, Luda. We were <laughs> talking about Ludacris albums oh, the other day Ridiculous
2: album names Word of
1: mouth M-O-U-F in- in- Incognito is by far the funniest <laughs> fucking title Do That ever. nigga named Luda He had a joint called uh, What was the other one? Uh, Ludaverse Soul Ludaverse Soul <laughs> Chicken and Beer Luda fucking Chris, boy mm. That was a strange era in hip hop It was strange but necessary The crunk <laughs> era you hate the crunk era I, I love hate it. the crunk Little
2: Lil John was the man During the crunk era Yo I heard uh, Lovers No not lovers I heard somebody It was a commercial That had yeah on it You didn't see my jump, You didn't see my
1: I cause they were Playing yeah in the gym The other day I'm like fuck what Chad talking about This yeah. shit slapped Yeah it's a groove I'm like fuck what He talking about Yo I was in there Going the fuck off When yeah was playing That's a That's a stone cold groove Oh Lil John Lil destroyed that beat Lil John just beats The bass That 808 shit That man. bass is that that, in your chest. that that the, the uh, freakaline that boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 you can't help <laughs> but feel
2: that shit. You gotta watch, uh, Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix, season four. Okay, they get into the first episode of season four is all about the history of bounce music. Okay, in New Orleans, Manny Fresh's father's role in it, Gregory D's role in it, all of the founding fathers of bounce, how it transitioned to Manny. Trigger Man gets into all of that shit, and then it's like they go from there to Atlanta to Memphis. They talk about the history of three six, all of that shit. Like it's crazy. Like it's, the way it's, they did it's, it's, it's so well what? done. Hip Hop Evolution.
1: Yeah, I did. I saw it, but I didn't watch that shit. Cause all I watch is like. You would doc- think you, normally the hip hop
2: shit on Netflix is garbage. Yeah. Let me just throw that out there. Hip Hop Evolution is brilliantly done. Like yeah, they, I, I they, watch they, they did like seven years worth of research. Onto this shit and uh and it's an excellent product it's very very fucking good so that's for for all the crunk lovers bounce music lovers many fresh lovers like me go and listen to go watch uh hip hop evolution season four um yeah that's all I got so we're back rose Podcast ever episode ninety eight
1: yes 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 yeah. <laughs> yes episode ninety eight uh what has happened since the last time we do, we... do we have any of that? Yo, so much shit happened since the last time we was here. Before we get into the nonsense, can I congratulate Andy Reid for finding... Finally, finally oh, man, can we football? get some claps for Big Red, please? Do you have any claps back there, too? Oh, he has them on demand. Yes, yes. We need some claps for Big Red, man. Andy Reid, finally. Yo, Andy Reid really been coaching... His first coaching job in the NFL was in 83. For the 49ers, right? I was born in 84. (laughs) (laughs) I was born in 83. (laughs) Like, Andy Reid (laughs) been coaching since the beginning of time. He's a football
2: lifer. Like, literally. I was so happy to see them win that shit. And just, you know, and watching the Kansas City Chiefs play football, it reminds me of those Golden State teams. Steph, Clay, KD. Right, they're Drew, never out of it. You're never out of the
1: game. Like, no lead is safe. They The first time ever in history where all three of their playoff games, they were down by double digits. And, and won then won game. by double. No, won by double digits. <laughs> right. Like, they didn't just win. They won by double digits in every game that they were down by double digits. Insane. Craziest shit ever. And I, it, it was salty for me because – You know, I I like Richard Sherman. And I hate the fact that Richard Sherman doesn't have two Super Bowls because they technically should. You know, that goal line goofy shit. And my homie was like... This has to especially sting for you, because not only did Richard Sherman not win the Super Bowl, he got fucking torched. And I'm like, yeah, he got, he, Richard Sherman got got, exposed. Yeah, he got, he he got the smoke put to him in this joint. So that was bad.
2: Did you see on uh, Twitter when they was like, when Revis,
1: when he saw uh, Richard Sherman, I told you that boy was trash. (laughs) I told you he was trash.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) But uh, it it turned out to be a good Super Bowl. I, I didn't know really what to expect. Um... Before we go into the nonsense around Super Bowl, yeah, one thing I especially didn't like was the NFL for the hundred years did the hundred greatest players and coaches, and they had a certain number of people from every position. They had ten wide receivers. They found ten wide receivers that were better than T- Terrell Owens. That's nuts. I still can't do it. I don't know how. It's nuts. Yeah. I like. I love Marvin Harrison. Told my car. <laughs> No. Great guy. Great guy. Shot a nigga. <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald, great guy, does a lot for the community there in Arizona. No. All right. You just cannot put these people over Terrell. And I i don't know what the gripe is that the NF – because Terrell Owens has never been locked up. He's never been charged with nothing crazy. The, the most he did was like sit bob, ups in, in his driveway. Bother the media and not really fuck with McNabb or Andy Reid, yeah. even though he played with pins in his ankle in the fucking Super it Bowl. And was the best player on both sides. So of I the, never of really the field. understood what the NFL's gripe is with Terrell Owens that not Hall of Fame, not initiate. The man got 150 receiving touchdowns. What the <laughs> fuck are we talking about? <laughs> like what more do Mind the man you, Terrell dip? Owens didn't play with any great quarterback. For no extended period. He played with McNabb for, what, a season? Yeah. (sighs) I think McNabb is really good, but he's not great. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, like you look at Randy Moss setting the touchdown record. Yeah, well, Tom Brady and fucking New right. England. It makes fucking total sense. Yeah. But it's like, even when you look at Randy Moss, he had an old Cunningham and a, and a Dante Culpepper who was smoking wine black and miles, and <laughs> hanging out with Birdman. You know what I'm saying? It's like, they didn't have Joe Montana's or Steve right. Youngs or this, that. Like that. all-time like great, Like all-time greats. They never had that. So it's like, for T.O. and Randy to be up there, 150, 160 touchdowns, like, yeah, Jerry Rice got 200, but he had, Montania, he had Montana and Steve Young yeah, for 187 you so, of them Right? <laughs> what the fuck So it's like, yeah, I just don't understand the gripe that they have with Terrell Owens That they just don't respect him Yeah At all That annoyed the fuck out of me um, The Super Bowl halftime show You were going off I just, yo, I just don't Jay, get yo, it, man You got the podcast Twitter lit You was going off during the fight No, the podcast Twitter is up like 200 followers yo. since I
2: took it over, yo yeah.
1: And I was saying it the other day because somebody was asking me, like, how do I feel about Shakira and J-Lo? And I'm like, I mean, it's, you know, it's Latin bitches with no clothes on. Right. So yeah, that's lit. But at the end of the day, the Super Bowl is in Miami. You understand what I'm saying? You got black players who represent the NFL. Yes. Like the big head white quarterback is done. We all agree to that. Yeah, it's over. Literally, I saw a thing today where it was like, "What team can Brady end up on?" It's like Brady about to be a journalist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Seriously, it's it's over. Peyton done. Drew Brees about to be done. Yeah. Philip Rivers about to be done. Matt Ryan is they finished. They didn't put Drew Brees on the top hundred list. Do you agree Tri- with that? and that was another one people was tripping off. Why isn't Drew Brees out there? It just was weird. It's like he. he- he has more passing yards, touchdowns, than all of these people. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck isn't Drew Brees out Frank there? Frank Yeah, <laughs> Roger Staubach, get him. This shit is crazy. They love their old 50s quarterbacks who played football with fitted
2: hats on. Everybody had, niggas was playing against uh, Maytag Refrigerator Repairmen. Yeah. Like,
1: motherfuckers had to go deliver milk in the morning. I remember my grandpa showed me his football helmet from like, you and my grandpa went to high school <laughs> in 36. Right. He showed me his football helmet. That joint was like, a leather mamushka hat. <laughs> like, like, this is not a helmet. You know what I'm saying? He would die out there today. You would get pop killed. Pop. You'd have CTE in three downs. <laughs> this shit is crazy. But they love them players, man. And I, I, I really... I, you're right. Drew Brees, why the fuck wasn't he? I saw people going off on Twitter about yeah. that. Why isn't Drew Brees the fuck out there? But yeah, I, I definitely... I look at these players who represent the NFL now. Like, the best running backs, all 30 of them outside right. of the guy from Carolina is... They're black. Yeah. The best receivers are black. It's gotten to the point where now the linemen. Remember, it used to be like there's a star black running back receiver. Yeah. All the linemen or are white what? guys with names like Tagliucci and shit nah. like that. All of these... And it's both sides of the field. The Demarcus Lawrences, the Jonathan Ogdens, these are like the best players out that motherfucker. And then you look at the quarterback position where you got Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson... um, Dak. Dak. Like, it's just... So you turn around and you look at a Miami-based Super Bowl where there are so many, like, legendary black acts. Yeah. My whole thing is just like... And mind you, Jay is supposed to be the czar of exactly. the, Super He's the Bowl. entertainment. Yeah, czar. it's like
2: fundamentally, I don't have a problem with J Lo and Shakira performing at the Super Bowl, in theory. But in reality, it what it represents is much of the same, and that's where my gripe with the shit comes with because it's like Jay Z. You told us we was past kneeling. You told we the public told us wait and see.
0: What- if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's,
2: she was going to do, and so far you gave us a Megan Trainer concert, a Meek Mill concert, and J Lo and fucking Shakira at the Super Bowl, and it's much of the same shit and I just don't understand how this is supposed to be different than what was already happening other than you getting paid for Doing this shit, right? It's nothing different. Like we've had J Lo at the Super Bowl, we've had Shakira at the Super Bowl. You know what we gonna give them? J Lo and And Shakira Shakira, at the Super Bowl. And it's just like, yo, y'all are putting legacy acts up here that nobody even wants to fucking see. Like if you want to put a legacy act out there, where the fuck is Rick Ross? Where the fuck is Lil Wayne at? Lil Wayne bigger than all these motherfuckers put together. Where's Lil Wayne at? Drake's been running this shit for eleven years straight. Where's Drake at?
1: Why hasn't it's, he performed at the Super it Bowl It sounds yet? wild to some, but a Drake and Lil Wayne Super Bowl performance would be It's obvious. the greatest shit of right. all time. Yeah, yeah. Where's Kanye at? Real talk. You want to talk about legacy? That motherfucker got a dub in. Yeah, with 20 Grammys. <laughs> Why aren't they touching this stage? Where's Snoop and Dre? Something. F- on the
2: overall picture of it, right? And we talked about it with the Grammys. 44 to 47 weeks out of 52 weeks a year. Hip hop, somebody in hip hop is the number one album
1: on the billboard chart. I saw Rowdy Rich is back up there. Back up and there again. And another thing, yeah, real shit.
2: And this is a young, brand new artist. We only knew Roddy Rich for two years. Right. And he's already dominating against, with Bieber, with Selena Gomez, with, there with Taylor Swift in the marketplace, right. and he's kicking their ass at a new game, which is streaming. So it's not even like y'all can say, oh, we manipulating the numbers and buying albums. It's not even that. It's just. Better product and the kids, white, black, Asian, Latino, and other are gravitating to this music. So who in the fuck wants to see J.Lo and Shakira other than some horny fucking white man somewhere yeah. perform at the Super Bowl? I don't want to see that shit. Like J.Lo's los 50, Shakira's 44 or whatever the fuck the case may be. This is not representative of the viewer viewing audience nor or where we are as a culture and for Jay-Z to be in charge of this shit and like oh yeah the Miami Cuban connection what about the black Miami connection right. You know who came from Miami Uncle Luke motherfucker right. Where's his Super Bowl performance at? Real shit. And it's just like, yo, not even to get into all of the young niggas that's running shit. NBA Youngboy is the number one. Youngboy never broke in. He's the number one most viewed artist on YouTube across genres every fucking week. Right. He's doing like 18 million views a week on YouTube. Everybody knows his shit. Whether you know it or not, you have heard 39 yeah. of his records. Real shit. So not even getting into the young niggas and how they just kicking ass in every digital medium.
1: My my biggest thing. The is, legacy acts not even represented. My my biggest thing when you look at these situations, it's like even when y'all go, when y'all when y'all need a hip hop performer in, in Miami, you they, they, they you'll, you'll jump over the Rick Rosses, you'll jump over the Plies, you'll jump mm. over even the connected through Miami through Khaled motherfuckers like Fat Joe, Lil Wayne, and they'll go get Pitbull. And it'd be like, sue, 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 sue. <laughs> Come in, people. Like, and it'd be like, I don't even understand how that works. It's like, how do y'all get to that point where it's yeah. like, yeah, like we're going to ignore Ross, who let's keep it a bean. Last 10 years, Ross <laughs> has given more to like the state of music than just about Out, outside of Lil Wayne and him putting on Nikki and uh Drake. Yeah. Ross, the fact that he made Maybach Music a thing, the fact that he made Meek Mill a thing, Wale, like Wale, it's crazy as fuck when you think about it. Cause Wale, you don't even look at him as like one of those guys. Wale's had like one of the most solid rap careers ever. Absolutely, it's wild as and shit. And nobody has given more
2: young black motherfuckers a shot than Ross. Real talk, because a lot of them niggas wasn't worth the fucking uh, the recording tape that they was putting their music on, but he was still giving niggas a shot. He was still putting his brand and putting the chain on niggas that probably didn't deserve it, but we're going to see if this shit works. You got a little fan base, Rocky Yo. Fresh, come with me. You got a little fan base, Stolly, come with me. Putting niggas on. And, and if worse, if it don't work, now you got
1: a platform Yo. to go do some other shit. Rick Ross had Rick Ross had me listening to Gunplay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wizard like of the the Balls s- ass niggas in <laughs> like the hot money, on <laughs> bad face and all. Ross really had me blast the Gunplay, so it's like, yeah, the mm-hmm. uh, the Super Bowl, I just. The halftime show, like it's I didn't even I like. I when it came on, I started doing yeah. other shit just because I'm like, it's it's such a. I detach. watched it. I watched it just to criticize it. Like this is. Stupid. I watched it eventually, but like my whole thing is
2: all right. If y'all want to go with the Latin thing, da da da. Cardi B, Anuel AA, Bad Bunny, Ozuna, let them do that shit. Like, right. this is what people are listening to. And not that Cardi's some phenomenal rapper, but when I hear her shit in the club, don't disrespect the bitches. The bitches lose it. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> why is this not- You don't disrespect the bitches, but the bitches, bitches lose it. The bitches lose it. So it's like, why isn't this being represented- <laughs> Why isn't this being represented when this is what's moving music yeah.
1: culture? Real talk.
2: Either do the shit right or don't do it.
1: Yeah. Or go back to throwing Rod Stewart the fuck up there yeah. or whatever the fuck y'all been doing. It was like, weird, man, for years. It's that's just I mean. weak. There's such a detachment for me when it comes, like, because I know Super Bowl halftime, it's not a, like even having the Super Bowl at uh, the woman the Patriots came back. Um. The, uh, the Atlanta Super Bowl. They were in Atlanta. <laughs> Do you know how many legacy acts? Like, y'all could have legitimately brought Outkast out. Yeah. And it was like, no, nah. uh, Outkast, T.I., Ludacris, Jeezy. I wasn't even going hardcore into the... To the <laughs> just the base. Y'all could have brought TLC out. Like, it's just so many acts out of Atlanta yeah, who bullshit. are like... Leg- TLC's the best-selling group. Female. <laughs> of <ever>. all time. <laughs> you know Beyonce was in a group, nigga. Like, TLC's <laughs> right. the best-selling group ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not three white women with a guitar, what Dixie Chicks, none of none of them. It's TLC. And it just be like that be the joint. Cause like yeah. you say about the domination. I could understand where it was like if niggas was hot on like the nigga chart and it was like not no like oh. what they call it uh, back in the day, like crossover yeah, appeal. Yeah, yeah. You legit like the temptations, they always talk about the Tem- you watch the temptation movie, how they were trying to have crossover appeal and these motherfuckers crossed over to where they became the best selling group ever. Out. Yeah, these motherfuckers was out selling everybody, and it's like that type of shit. You're talking about groups. Outcast has a, a album that didn't win Rap Grammy; it won Album of the Year and went diamond. Right, that's a legacy act. Whenever the motherfuckers exactly. decide to come <laughs> exactly. on the stage, so it's just like y'all having Atlanta Super Bowl. That should be the first thing that happens. Yeah. Realist- realistically, that should be the we're gonna put up whatever bag we got to put up to get y'all to come to this joint. Exactly, and it it just feel like it's a Y'all ain't trying to do Super Bowl show. All right. And then yeah, that's the way it come off. Exactly. When it's like exactly. it's supposed to be the, the other way around where it's like you're supposed to, at, at bare minimum, have outcasts out there for the Atlanta Super Bowl. For the Miami joint, there's no reason for Ross to not be on the Super Bowl stage. Exactly. Cardi B should have been – realistically, yeah. Like – It's
2: insane because if you have an agenda or some, there's always another way to prove your point. So whatever plan y'all came with, it didn't have to go that way. Like there, I'm sure there were other plans presented. It was like, nah, give me the two old, give me the two old chicks. You know what I'm saying? Like much of the same thing. And it's like, yo, I get it, but it's like J Lo. Like, am I tripping when I say like J Lo career was cool, but it wasn't that. Like, like. And it's like, we got this revisionist history because she looked good at 50 that it's like, J-Lo was like, it was trouble. It was dark for J-Lo for a minute, right? I'm I'm Like, I know I'm not making this up. Like, you know what I'm saying? After that murder ink run and all of that shit, when she got away from them crazy niggas, like, it was dark for J-Lo. The movies was
1: bombing. Like, it wasn't really nothing shaking like that. It's It's incredible. Like, you look at, like, the NFL could legitimately have, like, a fucking Super Bowl in Toronto, They wouldn't have Drake. They wouldn't have Tory Lanez. They wouldn't have The Weeknd. Might have The Weeknd. Wouldn't have none of them. They'll find, like, a white punk group. Yeah, from t- Oasis, yeah, the Super- Oasis reunion and, 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 live and they, from the Super Bowl, and they from Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> Still throwing asses out there. This shit is wild, and it'd be like they'll have a Super Bowl in L.A. and it will be no Snoop, no yeah, Dre, and no. throw the, uh, the the Nirvana, uh Kurt Cobain hologram mm, up on br- it, stage. It's, and it's crazy, and then for my thing is to turn around to have Jay now as the the warlord of you know Super Bowl entertainment, yeah. NFL entertainment. It's just like. You're cool with Ross. Right. Four stacks for the heels of my bitch feet. Nigga, y'all was y'all
2: together. It's like. What? Yeah, no, not this one, Fat Bull.
1: <laughs> Fall back. Cuss. Fall back, cuz.
2: <laughs> this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? we not having a wing stop Super Bowl, yeah, bro.
1: No checkers, nigga. And the, and the thing is, that just
2: that just fucks my head I just up. Just don't it's like, like the Super Bowl. Yo, it's like when, you're, when your homies are in charge, you're technically supposed to do whatever the fuck you want within reason. Right short of getting him fired you're supposed to really be able to do whatever the fuck you want like not to bring jail into this but like I got homies that have spent significant time in jail and they cool with a CO they got cell phones cheese.
0: who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off ba da ba ba -ba.
2: steaks All types of these niggas on the phone more than me yeah, because somebody uh, that they cool with is in a position of power, and that's usually how it goes. But for whatever reason, when Jay-Z get in a position of power, I was like, yeah, fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> <laughs> have y'all not been paying attention the last 14 Yo. years? Fuck
1: all y'all niggas, man. Yeah, man. The Super Bowl halftime show, I, I, I've given up at this point. You have
2: to. It's like it's demoralizing because it's like talk. we keep expecting something else to come of this, and it's not coming.
1: Now, the Super Bowl halftime show wasn't the most ridiculous part of Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> no, but by far. All right. Because I I knew that stripper bowl was going on. It's been a thing now for a couple years. Yes. Last year, I heard rumblings of some of the... What do you want to call the... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, like, the ins and outs, outs and ins. What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, like the... uh the advanced metrics, yeah, yeah, yeah. of what Super Bowl is, the minutia, and what, yeah, like what what it entails and what goes yeah. on. We started hearing the rumblings last year. This year. They were full-fledged like oh, just listen, th- 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 all the, the the skeletons came out the closet the, the, this year. <laughs> with the, the smoke and mirrors like the <laughs> elephant is off the stage, you know
2: what I mean? They fucking the, the, the lady that got sawed in half, we we found <laughs> the bitch out was walking down the street. <laughs> we, we've seen the fucking <laughs> yeah. magic trick reveal. Yeah. So I saw the bitch Wendy's. F- saw for those name. of you out there that don't know, let me give y'all a quick 75 second elevator pitch in the history of stripper Bowl. Thank you. The stripper Bowl started as the no cat party which was Big Bank Black's birthday party in Atlanta. The reason why it's called the no-cap party is because we're going to come here, we're going to throw X amount of money, everything stay on the floor, we ain't picking nothing back up because everybody here got money and it's like some ballerific shit. And the first no-cap party was like a hundred grand or whatever the case may be, and then it moved to a quarter million. And then when it evolved to the stripper bowl for Atlanta – P in black is cool, yo. I need that. Da da da. We gonna turn it to the stripper bowl. Migos made a song promoting it in advance. All this old shit. Now it's five hundred thousand. Right. So now it's not street money no more. This is for the big dogs. Like we throwing five hundred. This is the racks. niggas that make two fifty a night. We richer than everybody, right. and we throwing five hundred k to the girls. And with that, we started to hear rumblings afterwards. This shit ain't what it's supposed to be right. because, like, y'all said y'all threw 500. It was 80 girls. Everybody walked away with 3,200. Where the fuck is the other yet? Right. And the inner workings of the shit when it came to QC and AG Entertainment, they're married in this situation, by right. the way. Some girl was getting on my fucking nerves the other day on Twitter trying to remove QC's responsibility from this. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, don't work like that. Number one, P, very smart businessman. For you to round up all of your talent and say Lil Baby, Cardi B, Lil Yachty, Migos, uh, Collision, this nigga, that nigga, your grandmama, Mm. we in this one (laughs) place. It ain't it might be a deal, but it ain't that much of a deal if you getting paid to be here. Right. So with that being said, off rip, everybody's at least getting twenty bands or whatever to appear. To appear. So whether that comes in the form of a door split or a straight appearance fee from AG or whatever. There, everybody's complicit in what the fuck is going on. Now, right. y'all might little baby is probably not at the stripper bowl planning meeting, but he know I'm getting an appearance fee. I gotta show up. I gotta throw money. Uh, uh-uh, I might gotta perform a song or two. He knows that going into this shit. So to try to remove P and even probably coaches responsibility from this as a business is a little retarded. I can't say that word, but a little—it's disingenuous right. at best to try to say that they don't know the inner workings and what's going on. When this year we see the money getting distributed in its niggas with QC shirts on, that's responsible for it.
1: It was niggas with QC snur- shirts on snatching bags that had money, in flipping it. people upside down. Yeah.
2: but somehow, some way. D- they don't got nothing to do with what went on Or what didn't go on or whatever So from last year it was a whole thing about Where's the missing money and blah blah blah
1: I, I, t- I saw the rumblings online
2: Cause if it was 500k and then Regular niggas came and threw their money too, you probably talking about At least 600, 650
1: right. Where the fuck did the money go Like if regular niggas is throwing 20 In a nightclub that ain't no strippers I'd imagine for stripper bowl <laughs> Niggas is bringing their best one Exactly <laughs> I gotta assume yeah. There was a
2: Brinks truck. Yeah. There was a QC Brinks truck Girl, last sure. year. So with that being said, it's like, yo, when you marry yourself to a concept to the point where your flagship artists make a song promoting it, yeah. you're complicit in whatever goes on. Right. So I'm not buying P like, oh, we don't really know. And that you, was them. We that was them. And you and AG are married. And AG got deep pockets, too. A.G., the last Migos tour that they did with Drake, he bought all the after-party dates for the whole tour in mm. advance. This is the type of paper that he's playing with. Right. And then he went into every market and sold the after-party back to whatever club or promoter wanted to take it at a mm. profit. He's a shrewd businessman. Started Alex Gidewan started off as a valet parker, and now he's the biggest club promoter and club owner in the country. Mm-hmm. He erected a venue in Miami because they didn't have a club big enough to do what the fuck he was trying to do. He just found a plot of land and built a dome on it and had the parties there Thursday to fucking Monday. Yeah. This is the type of paper that he's playing with. This is years of planning that's going into this. So now fast forward to this year. So last year we heard rumblings, you know, this shit a little ain't right. This a little janky. Da, da, da. Them girls had to stay till one o'clock the next day counting money and Everybody left with $3,200. i am like, damn, 3200 Like... Like it
1: was 80, y'all. <laughs> Eight times 32. 32. That's about $260, yeah. 270.
2: 250, 256 Shit looking funny in the light. Man. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, we're going to forget you got, you that.
1: 256 and you add three zeros. <laughs> yeah, it's $256. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, looking like, a little
2: funny in the light. Yeah. So basically what end up we found out ended up happening is not only did the girls pay to tip in, the club yanked a percentage off the top of the money before they paid them. So, I was a marketing director for a strip club for two and a half years. Let me tell you how it works. Typically, you either tip in or tip out. Tip in means you pay a set fee to dance based on what time in the night you arrive and that's that. At the end of the night, you don't owe nobody no money. You collect your bread, get it cleaned up, you walk the fuck out, you're done. You might tip the DJ or 10 bucks or whatever or 20 bucks because he played your set, whatever, but that all that money is yours because you paid 100 or 150 or whatever to come dance that night. Right. Um, if you were out of town girl, you might have paid 200 or 250 or 500 depending upon what's going on, if it's Jeezy, if it's whatever. Mm-hmm. On a tip out, you pay out a percentage of what you made. Mm-hmm. So you don't pay nothing when you first get there, but at the end of the night, if you made $1,100, you might got to give up 10, 15, 30%, whatever the number is, right. but, you didn't, but it's not both. So what AG doing is basically double Jeopardy. They making them tip in, and tip out mm. So you This is more scumbaggish than I thought Bro so <laughs> You charge a $350 fee For them to come dance Right. So if you had 200 dancers That's what 200 s- times what 350 that's what 70,000 70, right Alright so they saying by all accounts It was 400 dancers Okay. So now you're talking about 140,000 Before the doors open Them girls came and registered and paid their tipping. in at four o'clock in the afternoon. Right. So that's you got 140K in the bank before you do anything, just off of the tipping. Then when the money came back, keep in mind we saw the contract. No girl can't pick up no money, you can't sweep up no money, you can't get nude, the interest is, is blocked. In a, no extras, no extras is blocked. So it's like a situation where it's like, yo, now that we know the rules of the game, we understand why it was played the way it was played. So, you get to the end of the night, you had a million dollars this year. Quote, unquote, a million.
1: I saw the this, this money all stacked up, yeah.
2: Um, quote, unquote, a million. Not to mention the money all the other all the niggas was throwing. Yeah. I saw some Philly niggas I know who shall remain nameless. They threw about a dub. Not to mention Alabama niggas, Jersey, Florida Denver, niggas, just all of these Estan people. Moore, yeah. So, with that being said... Where did they have have it at, real quick? The dome. They had it at the dome, okay. Yeah, everything was at the dome that AG did all weekend. So, you talking about if 1.5 came back on the million that y'all had for marketing purposes, then another 500 between all of the customers. You got 6,000 people in here some old shit like that. So, if 1.5 came back, you already got 140 in the bank. Now, you yank 30% back off the 1.5. Before the girls broke the money, then, right? So now you're talking about. Uh, so what's that? Four fifty that's coming out. So you're still over a million. You have one point oh five million. Right. The girls got eleven hundred dollars a piece. If you do that times four hundred dances, that's like four hundred and forty thousand. Four forty. Four forty six. Where the
0: fuck? Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.
2: It's the other 500, well, 610,000. Where is it?
1: It's complete cap.
2: It's just. So it's ironic to bring this full circle. It's ironic that a party that started as the no cap party is <laughs> now capped the fuck
1: out. <laughs> it's completely full of cap now. Yeah. Your breakdown was excellent. Can we get Chad some claps? Can through? we get some claps for my Super bowl breakdown? <laughs> that was funny, bowl history lesson. No, Thank yeah. You very much. That's real. Like, it, 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 when I saw it, when I saw the contract, that's when I knew. I'm like, oh, wow. This is something else now. This is some different shit. Because we, we, like I said, hearing the rumblings last year was one thing. But seeing an actual contract that states you cannot touch money. Can't touch shit. If you touch anything, you out. And then seeing the videos of them Picking strippers up like mules by the <laughs> ankles and by the wrists and hurling them over. Jazzy deep. Jeffing them out <laughs> of the fucking dome.
3: Real <laughs> shit.
1: Was like, damn, like this This is really the cat bowl. Yeah, they came for
2: blood. So it's basically like, it's like a Ponzi. Like we talked about, you know, on a financial power, it's like a Ponzi scheme. And yeah. everybody is in on it. The fucking promoter, QC, the security, like... The 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 club the dome managers everybody's in on it and it's like every opportunity they had to van moose fifty or a hundred thousand, they did. Yeah. So what came back at the end of the night, they like, man, niggas wasn't throwing no money like that. Y'all in the advertisement committed to at the bare minimum QC was throwing a million because this is the no cat party basically right. this is the evolution of the no cat party and when big bank did it we didn't hear nobody on the internet like oh we didn't bust down no 250 so y'all have taken something and y'all basically have sullied it and soiled it and big meech invented making it rain and this is like gentrified rain <laughs> <laughs> they have gen- yeah. AG and QC have gentrified making it rain like because the girls are not getting the money and it's like a big-ass Ponzi scheme to get unsuspecting dumb niggas from Philly and Jersey and Minnesota and San Diego and Tulsa, Oklahoma to come to the Super Bowl, stay till Tuesday, because y'all gonna come to Super Bowl Monday and give us all y'all fucking bread. But right. the girl's not even getting none of the fucking
1: money. Yeah, we make all the money. We make all the bread. It's a Ponzi scheme. It really is. Now that I'm really, really processing it, it's like, tell them we throwing a million. Tell the girls they can't touch shit. We give them a set fee. They pay to go out there. Then they get a percentage off of the money that they make from the niggas that's throwing it. We get our money back. Real talk, we ain't even put the money out out there. Exactly. And now we get paid off of the niggas throwing the money and off of the girls dancing. It's a Ponzi scheme. And we sold <laughs> bottles. <laughs> we gotta. Get and a we dome. sold GA tickets. We gotta get a dome, nigga. <laughs> if I need a dome. And we charge motherfuckers to park a hundred dollars, two hundred, four hundred a car. It's genius now that I'm really, really thinking about it. Yes. We have really cracked the case. Yes. But it's (laughs) diabolical in how
2: fucking genius it is. I just hurt my hand clapping. God damn. It's diabolical how good it works. Because no matter how much bad pub they get, next year, Super Bowl 2.5 million, the bitches (laughs) are showing up. And that's the... Brilliance of it. There is no amount of bad publicity that can overcome us just raising the amount. Six years without stripping, ball ten million, baby. (laughs) (laughs) No matter how much bad pub we get, we just raise the amount every year.
1: That's crazy as shit.
2: Fuck with them hoes saying we throwing (laughs) ninety
1: two million.
2: I know they worked here and signed the contract I and all. What the hell talking about, nigga? 182, yeah, tonight, nigga.
1: It's never gonna <laughs> fucking stop. It's dude. coming in in one truck, 180 million <laughs> in ones, nigga. Yo, 180 million <laughs> in ones. You wouldn't be able to get in
2: the fucking dome. It would be the dome. The, the money would take up the whole dome. Remember buh. when Joker slid down the bridge? <laughs>
1: oh, <on> dark night. <Bank? laughs> That's how the fuck you look with a hundred eight oh, million and one. it, Yo, dog, that's real shit though Like, they really got bad publicity from it last year for five hundred thousand Man, 000, a million, million dollars nigga. <laughs> Fuck what
2: they talking about Them bitches mad because they wasn't on they grind A million, Yo. nigga They just keep raising it Like, it's crazy And they crazy. really gave them eleven hundo the first John was 575. Yeah, I, and the in the and the math wasn't mathing, the computer started peeping, <laughs> and the numbers didn't come back. Shut the hell. <laughs> and then, the computer wasn't you <laughs> the, the Chicks was like, what the fuck yeah, am I God. supposed
1: to do with this? <laughs> Just
3: a second. The wasn't
2: doing. They said, hold on, baby, wait a minute. This ain't enough money, chat.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, they said, this ain't enough money, chick. Hold on. And, and a nigga in a QC Yo. shirt with in the back. They said he came out with a fresh hundred thousand, like, oh wait, we found some more money. The computer wasn't feeling. <laughs> Straight the fuck up, man. This shit is the greatest. Ponzi scheme of all <laughs> time. What the fuck song was that, yo? Was that certified? That was gest- Cam. Certi- I get computers putin. I get the boosters boosting. Uh, uh, get them girls. Get them girls. There you go. Yeah. Get at me. I do the yeah.
1: shooting. Get them girls. Get them girls. <laughs> computers putin. <pewish. laughs> oh man. That's real shit though. It really is a diabolical Ponzi scheme. That's great, yo. <laughs> We cracked the code, baby. That's great. We better than CSI. Uh, what's what's the show? Oh. LL
2: been on NCIS. NCIS. We better than all that shit.
1: Dog. It's, it's, it, it, it sounds crazy, but it really is diabolical genius. Yes. Tell them we throwing a million, even though we have no million. We never even got the
3: million. We don't even
2: bring
1: the million. <laughs> That's Bro. the crazy part. We bring
2: 440. Maybe. Maybe. If we feeling generous, we bring six on
1: it. Yeah Just go get a fucking Go to Kendall, Get a business loan From the <laughs> bank Bring that shit in here. This go. shit come Hey baby this shit, I'm picking up on Friday This shit coming back Monday Be back Monday
2: What time y'all
3: be? We Be back <laughs>
2: First
1: thing Monday <laughs> You I'm bitches back. can't touch nothing That's really That's really how it works. Show them a video Sell them this a million Even though it ain't a million Show we them get what they a think A bunch of a motherfuckers To show up Total 600 700 grand we done charged all of y'all a bean, so we already up a bean. Yeah, we done made two hundred off a of liquor. We made an extra sixty off a of parking, so we up three sixty. Then the motherfuckers throw they six hundred, and y'all give us thirty percent of that. We have five hundred thousand. Now we weekend. triple up. Yeah, where we at? Who <laughs> <laughs> we at? That shit is genius. Jesus Christ, yo! Computers wasn't pewing. <sighs> shit, crazy.
2: That's real. And with that being said, we have a word from our new sponsor. <laughs> uh... <laughs> feels cbd uh no no bullshit though um this feels product is off the fucking charts i've been using it for like a week and um you know obviously i've used cbd products in the past gummies uh gummies lotions shit like that and very rarely do you get like the full effects of it so with this particular product it's oil and It's the tincture version of the oil. So it's not like the oil where you put in the vape, whatever, whatever. Nah, this is the fucking oil that you just take, like raw dog, um, through a dropper or whatever like that. And um, the shit is amazing. Like, it it works wonders. And I started taking it because I... uh was having, like, some issues, like, sleeping and stuff. Mm. So I took it for, like, my, like, sleep issues, whatever, like that. And I went too hard the first time. I did, like, a 60-milligram dropper. Knocked me the fuck out. I slept for, like, 14 hours. Really? Yeah. This shit is the real deal. And this was only, like, a moderate one. So they come in, like, mild, moderate, um, mild, moderate and extreme or whatever like that. For people that really, like, whatever, they pain, they sleep, whatever.
1: anxiety or shit like that exactly and what's
2: dope about the product is that it has the highest absorption rate out of any uh you know cbd based product and it has 0.3 percent thc in it which is federally legal um so you can't get fired from your job and all shit it's federally legal because of the amount of thc they got in this shit and it's a great fucking product man and um i was a little skeptical about taking it but i've been on it literally every day to help with my sleep problems anxiety all of that shit and the absorption rate is 85 percent oh wow meaning shit kicking immediately like sometimes a minute and you start to feel the effects of it like the shit is like crazy so they got this little thing that they want us to read here uh so i'm gonna read this shit anyway but that's my personal testimonial the product is fucking awesome um but yeah uh Do you experience stress or have anxiety, chronic pain, any trouble sleeping at least once a week? You are not alone. Many of us do. My sleep pattern is fucking shy. I've worked in restaurants, nightclubs, and after hours for the last fucking six years. My shit is all fucked up. So anything that I can do to help me get this.
0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: Sleep. This is what I do. So what is feels feels is a premium CBD company that delivers your product directly to your doorstep It's based on a subscription model. What does feels do? It naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Like I just said, has an 80 to 85% absorption rate. You literally take the dropper, put it under your tongue, let it rest for 30 seconds, swallow it. Boom. Within like a minute, you start to feel the effects immediately within an hour you're done. Like it's over.
1: I'm gonna like, try this shit. I'm gonna do it tonight.
2: <laughs> so this shit is this shit is the real deal. It's serious. It's very easy to take. So like I just said, you place a few drops of feels under your tongue. You feel the difference within minutes. It's been very very easy to take it. Um, they have what's called flights where it's like you can progressively build your tolerance to it with like the the uh like the slight, moderate, mild, moderate, and then the extreme versions, whatever like that. So you can build your tolerance up, um, and you literally take you know, the whole little, like a, like, you know, like the cologne sample type Jones, you take it in one shot, whatever, boom, you build your tolerance. You get familiar with the product. The shit is dope, but I believe in it. Um, if you're new to CBD fields offers a free CBD hotline, which is something that was very interesting. I found out talking to this, talking to the sponsor and a text message support to help you guide through your personal experience navigate answer any questions that you got and really make it a comfortable experience <clears throat> for you using this product. Um, it helps to make you naturally feel better. No high, no hangover, no addiction. It's just whatever it is. If you're taking it for pain, you taking it for sleep, you're taking it for anxiety, it just works. And then the next day you wake up, Refreshed, no hangover, no headache, no none of that shit. Um, You can join the Fields community to get Fields delivered directly to your door. Again, it's a subscription model. You will save money on every single order, and you can pause or cancel at any time. So we like we had another sponsor in the past that was like a subscription thing, and you could literally go on the website, pause your. pause your subscription pick it back up in a month two months whatever or you could just cancel it outright it's no penalty for canceling nothing like that so what we're going to do for our customers and again this is a product that chad believes in matt's gonna fucking try it it's awesome feels literally has me feeling way better i'm getting more sleep i'm more rested less way less anxiety. And this shit can help you, too. So become a member today by going to feels.com slash TRPE. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash TRPE to become a member. And guess what we giving them, at? What? Half off. Oh, that's lit. Slashing prices. You get half off your initial membership, um, taking off your first order with free shipping. And then if you continue to do recurring orders... You get 30% off your recurring order if you do, like, a six-month or three-month, however you want to do it. But you get 30% off your recurring orders if but if you use that same promo code and do fieldscom slash TRPE. So, again, what is it? CBD-based product. It's all... <laughs> It's, all- it's all-encompassing because it has 0.3% THC, which makes it more effective and instant than the other products that are on the market. You're going to go to Fields.com slash TRPE. You're going to get 50% off your initial order plus... Any subsequent order, you going to get 30% off just because you ordered through the TRPE network. So this is a sponsor and a partner that I believe in, Matt believes in. We want y'all to really, you know, get on board with this. If you have any of problems that we talked about, go to fields.com backslash TRPE. Try the product. Hit us up on the Instagram, email, all of that. Let us know how you liking it, and let's build this partnership with Fields going forward. With it.
1: I'm gonna try this shit for
2: real. It's awesome. I f- I meant to bring it to you today, and I'm I'm tripping, but I've been I've been on it all week, yeah. and it's it's dope as fuck. Uh,
1: where we gonna pick back up? Oh, Meek and Nikki. Oh uh, man, it's like, it, uh, I've reached a point now where it's like nothing sacred. Yeah, everything just has to be on social media. I don't know why it's like this, but you would think. She's moved on. She's married. He's literally married. She's literally married. <laughs> Meek has moved on now. He has a baby apparently on the way. You would think that y'all shit just wouldn't be front page of all the blogs. Y'all getting in fucking fights in the store. Y'all are on Twitter. It's like, do y'all not have publicists? Fuck them publicists. Or, or managers or any. Anybody to just. Fuck them publicists, baby. Anybody to just be like, give me a phone. <laughs> and, and just go ahead. I have a theory that Meek shouldn't
2: have Twitter on his phone. Like He should. Whoever. At this point, I don't think he should whoever have Whoever is issues. on his team, he should have to be like, Hey yo, Todd. All right, so so uh, like he had to, he should have to give dictation to somebody to tweet whatever he's thinking, and they'd be like, "No, that's some bullshit. We're not tweeting that for you." Like he needs a buffer in between him and his social media apps. Like at this point,
1: I feel like Meek is he's toying with superstardom, and it just when it gets to that point, you you you. I get it. You want to connect with your fans. You yeah. want to, you know, you want to be, you want to feel accessible to a certain extent. But you see how when Jay tweet, it's like a whole thing. The Earth moves, and it's not really him as bleep. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like it's really ta-ta. Yeah. Like <laughs> you, you, you just, if you're gonna be on Twitter to where you can be accessible and talk to your peoples, talk to them about. Reform. Talk to him about yeah. your album coming. Talk to him about how to get in the game or how to maneuver when it comes to these. Arguing with Nikki just ain't. that it... I went to the, in the midst of all of that going on, right? I went to the shade room because I was like, fill
2: me in. Like, what's going on here? Because people were sending stuff to the group chat, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yo, what is going on here? they like, yo, go to the shade room. I went to the shade room and like. 20 of the last posts were either Meek's tweets or a or, or Nikki's tweets about Meek. And I'm just like, this is a bad look. Like, yeah. this is not it at 1 in the afternoon on a Tuesday or whatever the fuck day that was. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, you got a record dropping with Justin Timberlake in a couple days, um, Jay-Z, Diddy, Michael Rubin, Robert Kraft. This is your inner circle. These are your friends. You got billionaire friends. That would mean that they either respect you and or see that you have the potential to be at least a hundred millionaire because they're going to pull you up. If you the six uh, billionaire six person in the room and your five, first five is all billionaires, likely you're on a track to become a billionaire. But you don't become a billionaire by arguing with motherfuckers on Twitter.
1: Like not not your ex, who's Nicki Minaj and her fans, <laughs> and, are and insane. you know
2: she's psycho, yeah. and so are the fa- and so is the fan base, and it's just <laughs> like bro. This motherfucker put this record out with Justin Timberlake Thursday night. It was a number four trending on YouTube. You know how hard that is? You know how much shit is on YouTube? You know how many Family Guy videos I watched on YouTube this weekend? Like, it's hard as hell (laughs) to, to trend in the top five world globally on fucking YouTube. And he did it. And it's like, bro, you're about to make a transition whether you like it or not, just based on the type of music that you're making, the quality of life that you're living the type of people that you're being around and if you don't make the change then you're going to get left because these people that you around and you dealing with they're going where they're going regardless so you got to make the decision of do I want to make the transition and Go to the top, or do I just want to keep doing stupid shit and ending up on the blogs and like being a mess, and then you end up like money bag yo or whatever? Fuck, you know what like, I'm saying? It sounds, As sounds crazy, but to, like, like
1: Beans had a clothing line, movies, all kinds of shit, and yeah. he was a gold artist.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and he had all of this shit. He was the most successful. I ain't never seen Red Man with his own fucking clothing line. Yeah. Beans was the most successful gold artist of all fucking time, and he just blew. Everything, like blew through all of it because his attitude was that I'm who I am. It's never going to change and the money's never going to stop coming. And how people looked at him changed. The nonsense that he got into got too much to handle. Jay-Z pivoted, went and did some other shit and left him where he was. And it's just like, bro, you can either make the transition and be the quote unquote next Jay-Z that some people think you can be. Or you can fuck around and be a Beanie Siegel story and we know how
1: that ends. Yeah, I, I've realized I, Nikki's crazy. She's I, up. I, I, I and I've, I've accepted it. You know what I'm saying? She's very nice looking. You know what I'm saying? She's definitely beautiful, but she's like, I don't know. It it it's something just. I, it, it's like WWE ish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's like a character. Because even through all of this, she <laughs> she <laughs> she posted the other day. She got a new song called um, Yikes. Yikes. She... Like, this was right after the whole week shit. She was like, thank you guys so much. Yikes is number one in 19 countries. (laughs) Somebody commented was like, well, bitch, what about this country? (laughs) Let's get the fuck out. But... Yeah, she's like thrown she's off. She's grown bit. to be
2: despised by so many and it's honestly to... it's
1: just it, Like, because I was even saying it when the Yike shit came on the other day. Yeah. Nikki has really good music. Yeah. Some of her songs are really, really good. Like um Truffle Butter. It's a great record. Yeah. Um Only is a great record. Yeah. Um Your Love is a great record. She had Roman's Revenge even. It's she has Fucking Super Bass is a great record. She has great records. But yikes really sounds like four or five years ago. Yeah. Like the music just never progressed. Like you have to eventually like you listen to Drake make fancy. And uh, what was the Joe with Wayne? Um, Miss me. Yeah. A- a- none of that sounds like nonstop. Yeah. And, and, and you jaded. have to keep moving forward and you have to change. You it have the to times. progress. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? It's just what it is. And. Nikki's music really hasn't like and her fans are like yes queen this is your best work ever and I'm just like. But even they're not supporting it to
2: the level that they are expressing on the internet. It's crazy right? <laughs> it's we like talk a, it's about it conundrum. all the time when
1: we talk about uh, who we, we, we were talking about somebody recently where we talk about the internet oh the, the hatred for Drake. The hatred for Drake doesn't necessarily equate to like y'all the way y'all love pusher on the internet Yeah it doesn't Does, equate in real life it doesn't because, because they're playing two different games of life. Because Push legitimately had to cancel shows on his on the on this past tour, like the whole fuck Drake tour had to cancel shows. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't make sense because on on the internet, you know, on Al Gore's internet, there's this whole thing where it's like Push is the greatest fucking thing ever, and he's the realest rapper ever, and nobody can fuck with yeah. him. And he, but then on the flip side, Drake just beat his own record for the most successful hip hop tour ever. And push it to cancel shows. Right. Drake did nine <laughs> shows in Los Angeles. Right. He did five in New York. Shit. Seven in New York. Oh, shit. Did four at uh, Barclays and three at Garden. Madison Garden. <laughs> he did six at fucking Stables and three at the Forum. <laughs> I didn't even know the Forum was still open. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the shit is crazy as fuck. So it's like it doesn't resonate. And it's like for all of this, Nicki has 100 million followers. Yeah. Why the fuck is her album only doing 140 in the first week? Exactly. It doesn't make no it fucking doesn't sense. Place.
2: Because it's a lot of it is it, a lot of it is redundancy. And what I realize is that when numbers do lie sometimes and you peel back the numbers and you look at how many fan accounts, how many spam accounts, how many is how many super fans is it with 19 accounts that they're all following Nicki on? Right.
1: It's not a real hundred, so her base is not really a hundred million right. people. I literally, I said something about Nicki Minaj maybe like, I want to say seven or eight months ago, and it wasn't even like nothing wild, it was yeah. just like, Nicki on some goofy shit. Literally, I had like eight mentions that fast from, fuck out of here, don't you diss the queen, and I go, on, find the, you. I go on the page, it's, it's following eight people. They're all Nicki Minaj and her people. It has zero followers yeah. and zero posts, and it's just like what this the is fuck? somebody with a hootsuite account that responded to me <laughs> from
2: all all eight accounts at the same right. time. Yeah, this is it's not a it's manufactured. It's like with Kendall with Kindle was talking about with like the uh, the media company that helped Trump win the election. Right. It's fake data. Right, but you would. On a vacuum, you just look at it like, oh, Nicki Minaj got 100 million followers. She should be doing at least a million a week if she get 1%. Right. It's not a real 100 million people.
1: It's crazy as (laughs) shit to think about that. When you peel it back, it's like, no, numbers do lie sometimes. A lot of times, actually. Yeah, real talk, because they can be manipulated. Like, that's the thing people don't realize is, like, when they say, oh, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. It's like men and women got to put the numbers in. And human so error. That right there. Every, and for those who. Not even human error, $40,000. <laughs> that shit that had numbers all over the fucking place, real talk. It's like, because we look at like the old school era of buying albums. And now you got the shit of the, the fake streaming, you know, inflating the streams where yeah. you got burner cell phones just yeah. streaming, streaming, streaming. So it's like, yeah, that shit is always gonna be all over the place. But my thing is, when you turn around and like you look at somebody like Drake. Who does a billion streams in a week And yeah. you like That number could be inflated But then you turn around And you have nine sellouts In Los Angeles It's like There's no inflating it's that There's no inflation in it. Then people is coming because to that it's Motherfucker it's
2: translating To hard ticket sales And asses in the seats Right This motherfucker sold out Philly twice Right during the I meat shit, I can't get these motherfuckers to come nowhere. Like I'm like, I, and I'm the neighborhood hero. I'm pulling teeth to get motherfuckers to come outside to some shit that they know they want to come to, and they paying three hundred a pop to see Drake two nights in a row, mm-hmm. coming from Scranton and Harrisburg and all this silly shit to see this nigga. Like that shit is real deal.
1: Shout shout out to uh, Slap Rock. Slap, we was talking about that shit and Slap was like, yo, like, you doing a live show podcast? It's like, it's almost like or oh, oh, what night is it on? Or oh, where's it gonna be at? What's it And it'd be like, yo, let Drake or Lizzo or fucking Beyonce or fucking Kanye have a show here. You, you don't exactly need to know it. where the fuck it's at. You, you Kanye, just know you're gonna be there. Kanye could be like, I'm having a motherfucking concert at that old rusty boat down on Delaware Ave, <laughs> nigga. My is pulling up to the boat. Four days in advance. Real shit. Sleeping on the ground. And real talk on Delaware and IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> real shit. Like if, if 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 one of them have a joint and it, it don't even be nothing but like you say fandom. Yeah. that's really what it be. Like the Ivy Beyonce dropped the Ivy Park sneakers and shit. They sold out in, instantly. Instantly. I got a pair of them for me. It's like they sell out instantly. Yeah, because She's like, how'd you get these? And I'm like, I just asked one of my sneaker guys <laughs> to get them for me. Yeah, like, because
2: that's real deal fandom where it's like your numbers here trickle down to sales here that trickle down to sales here that trickles down to streams and impact. And, like, it's it's tangible. Right. It, it'd be like, you're, if, you, if your social media is not tangible and you can't generate money off of it, who cares how much numbers you have? Right. If that's if your ultimate goal is to be a singer,
1: be a rapper, be a clothier, whatever the case may be, I've realized just how much power. Because one of my homies always says it, because he has like twelve thousand followers. He's like, my followers don't listen to me the way yours do. And I peeped it like yesterday. I posted about this crab cake place I found. I'm not telling <laughs> nobody where it's at. I had a hundred fucking d. De- Where's that? Please, what? Tell me where. <laughs> just tell me. Don't tell them. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, yo, this shit like it's really crazy as shit. Like, yeah. motherfuckers, really, really. Interact with me On, on the, the yeah. Instagram And it's like Yeah that shit is wild Cause it's like I, Today The the one chick Followed me And I saw her page She has 117,000 followers And I, I'm thinking to myself Like Damn, okay. I'm like, sure, they got 117,000 followers. I look at her page. I see a picture of her. I go on it. The picture got 350 likes. I'm like, something ain't the fuck right here. Because right. I'll post a picture and the shit have 900 likes. <laughs> I have 5,000 followers. Right. You have 117,000. The ratios is fucked up. Something's not right. And that, that's really what it be. It's like, yeah, the, the, the numbers lie. Yeah. Cause somebody put them numbers in there. Yeah, you bought those followers. Right, you know what I mean. Like the shit don't be making sense sometimes. So it's like, yeah, I get it. Like the numbers definitely be lies. Yeah. So, but my thing with the Meek and Nicki shit is like, Nicki's it's it's over as far as like her being like she's finished. You, you it's got over. Meg the Stallion. You got fucking Cardi B. Cardi City Girls. Her and and it just is what it is. You've run. It come and go. Shaq and Kobe stopped winning championships. So yeah. did Jordan. LeBron's not going to be in the running for championships after a while. It's just the, the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The shit ends. But at this point, I feel like Meek is still on an asc- ascending. Yes. And, and Nikki's not. So it's just... To get wrapped up in these goofy situations where you fighting the bull with the weird outfits <laughs> in the store is already strange right. enough. But then for y'all to be on Twitter talking about who's a rapist and who beat who, and it's just, you, especially in the Me Too era yeah. and the times, y'all y'all playing with fire that don't even need to get played with. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like- you, this is just stupid. This is just for no reason. Jamie Foxx said when he went to the Michael Jackson concert in 1989, Michael Jackson's opening act was a juggler. And he was like, I still don't understand what the <laughs> fuck like what the fuck is the purpose of this? And that's kind of like what what is this? Who does this help? Right. What is the purpose in this? And now, a lot of times we don't really like we talked about earlier with the whole posting of, you know, it just who does this help? Yeah, what like, what is this help? Where is this going? Where is this going? Y'all just entertainment for the day. Because we, at the end of the day, motherfuckers just don't, like, now you got the whole internet calling y'all clowns and weirdos. It's just, for what?
2: Meek even went and was like, yo, like, I, I feel like a clown had to participate in this. And it's like, yeah, you should.
1: You should, bro. At least you thorough enough to be like, yeah, nah, I'm on some nut shit. shit. Like, yeah.
2: like to, to recognize that you're ascending, and that the person that you're going at it with is descending. Once you make that realization, you know that anything that happens in between that gap is just them trying to pull you down. Right. You just gotta not participate. Like he's just so impulsive and so reactionary. He just gotta say something, and it's like, bro, if you gotta say something, taking the high route, high the the the, the, the high road the high route works sometimes. Like like a motherfucker, and it'll
1: just drive whoever's mad at you crazy. But that'd be my joint when it's like. Where where's Robert Kraft or or, or when he or, tweeting his nonsense? Or or <laughs> seriously, Mike Rubin, where's one of them to just be like, give me your phone? Like <laughs> the, the, like that to, like where are one of the high road takers yeah. in that situation? You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm pretty sure if you were in a room with Jay-Z and you doing this, Jay would be like, yo, what's up? What the fuck are you doing? The fuck is going on? <laughs> oh no, cause Nikki Dron's talking about our raped her. Whoa, give me, yeah, give me this <laughs> the fucking phone. Or a communication Nikki device, beater, or whatever the fuck she said. You know, like, give me this motherfucker. Like, bleak, <laughs> like, bleak phone. Yeah, like something. You know, like it just was a weird situation to see and. 2020 when they both <laughs> happily, like, in other situations. Yeah. The funniest was that video of Project Pat and, uh, uh what you looking at? I don't want your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Them arguing in the car <laughs> with both of they motherfucking chick and they dudes that stupid shit. But, yeah, um... <laughs> Yeah, pray for Nikki, pray for Meek. <laughs> um, they said that they were both, like, fucking with the perks, apparently. didn't Oh, yeah, both perked out of their minds. But Meek is, like, done with this shit. He said it, like, yeah. I was on some, you know, pill yeah, Nick- shit. Nicki like- Minaj
2: perked out of her mind. Like, she's perked bad. Bad. She allegedly turned him on to the shit, but like he didn't, you know, he didn't throw her under the bus in the media. Yeah. So it's like legitimately, yeah, his, his shit might have started from him going to the dentist and this dad and the third, but then it's like, you know, when you fucking this big butt bitch every night and she like give me a perk, yeah, you probably gonna pop a perk or two. Yeah, give, me give, take, me, yeah. give me a couple Scooby Snacks yeah, to see what's going on with these perk, these perk sets you got going on here. Um
1: I <sighs> Because I'm still like the whole Gale shit. The, the, I, I'm, I'm still at a, like a loss, really. It, it's 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 become weirder. Yes, it's like as weird as it was, and as weird of a like just a thing it, it that it is. It's taken weird turns since it happened. Yeah, people have now
2: ignored. What Gail did to incite a whole community of mourning people, friends, family, admirers of this man, in an attempt to be salacious and sully his reputation, she asked some uncouth questions, made some even more tasteless follow-up commentary the thing that bothered me the most was when Lisa, she asked Lisa Leslie a question, and apparently she didn't give her the answer that she wanted, and she's like, "But you wouldn't see it." That particular part that sickened me. That, that was that, that was, shit made me like sick to my that was, stomach. That was was gut wrenching. And seeing that because it's like. Wait a minute, you got an agenda, clearly. This is not like a journalist asking questions, trying to legitimately get to the bottom of this. You're trying to make some proclamation of this man as a rapist or, at best, a sexual assaulter. Sexual offender, yeah. Sexual offender or whatever, and you just ain't taking no for an answer. Right. And you asking his friend, his contemporary, his peer, these questions about him, and it's like, what answer is she supposed to give you? yeah. Were you looking for Lisa Leslie be like, yeah, let me tell you about this one time? Kobe was fucking bitches in the ass left and right. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what did you expect to come out of this when the whole world is still
1: in shock and still in mourning? The man ain't in the ground it. yet. He ain't in the ground yet, bro. It's like, what? I, I don't, I, I'm lost as to Gail went, this is what I mean, we're taking weird turns. As weird as you, as that clip is. The, like, and another, like, the next <laughs> day you drop this weird video of you basically saying, yeah, CBS was drawing for posting that clip like that out of context. It's like, dog, you said this shit in English. Yeah, this is you. That, like, there, there there isn't a, like, it's like if you take, you know... The eighth bar of forty bars, and then like <laughs> just play it, and they are like, "Oh no, that's out of context, <laughs> nigga." You said, "Fuck them Jews," the you, you said, said you shit. had killers where they eat, sleep, and beat their meat. You said this shit in English, Gail. So it's like, I don't give a fuck how out of context a clip is, yeah. or how out of pocket CBS is for just posting that. CBS is doing what the fuck they do to try to get ratings. CBS yeah. is is a perennial, and I wanted to read a little thing about that, but. They're perennially behind ABC and NBC. CBS right. is doing what the fuck they do. They got this, cook, they got this motherfucking sriracha, nigga. They gonna put it on the quesadilla. It's For just sure. the way it goes. It's just a matter of when. You said this in English, though. You asked Lisa Leslie, is Kobe's rape allegation from 03 part of his legacy or just... And Lisa Leslie is like, I think at this point, it's like, why... like." Y'all had the chance to ask him that yeah. for the last 15 years. And didn't. And didn't. Not once. So I feel like <laughs> that should just kind of be done. And, for and you know, for her to say, I've been around him at the club and it was never, oh, go get that girl for me. Or you'll tell her, I said, what's up. So I've never seen any energy like that that would have me think that he was violent or aggressive in any way. And then for you to come back with, oh, well, you wouldn't see it, Lisa, because you was home. It's like, yeah, but no. like it, And Lisa handled it. Amazingly, by the way. Lisa I've never been a real crazy Lisa Leslie fan. Yeah. But I really, really liked the way she handled that. The um there's a post I wanted to read, if it's okay. Yeah. From Facebook. Um there's a guy, Nathan Wilson. I wanna give him his props for it. But he said, My thoughts about Gail King. On march seventh, twenty nineteen, Gail took a deep breath in the evening hours. She gently sat on the edge of her luxury bed in her New York penthouse. She poured herself a fine bottle of Moscato in her glass and toasted to herself. (Parentheses: I'm pretty sure she did this. Two, this was the day after the R. Kelly interview aired. Kelly, being the fool that he is—excuse me—the fool that he is made her interview into a viral sensation. It was everywhere. And it also put Gail back on the map. Before that interview, who was really talking about her? Everybody knew Gail as the friend of Oprah that got put on. Nothing wrong with that, but that's what it was. She does a solid job reporting the news, but she's ultimately forgettable. Everyone knows this. No one prior to March 6th 6th, ever said, no, 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 turn on CBS. I got to hear what Gail got. Gotta say. Right? But with that interview, King looked like a Shiro. Calm, cool, and collected, assassin, shooting darts for um questions to an overwhelmed fool of a man. She completely dispatched R. Kelly with her legs crossed, leaning back in her chair. Suddenly, CBS, they had their star, their star. CBS privately wanted her to answer, to be the answer to ABC's Robin Roberts and the NBC's Hoda and Savannah. Um, I, I screenshot it, so I gotta go to the next part. All right, I bet CBS wanted her to be their person to interview celebrities. Um, it made great TV. NBC had Matt Lauer and Ellen, ABC had Barbara Walters and George, and now CBS had Gail. I think Gail relished in the role privately, no longer Oprah's sidekick in the eyes of many. Now she stepped into her own role and could be her own star personality. But it's been about a year since the Kelly interview. So she interviewed Lisa Leslie about Kobe's rape case, asking the tough questions but Lisa, extremely Lisa, who was well-prepared, handled it extremely well. Don't think for a second Lisa did not have a team prepping her for any sort of fireballs that Gail would calmly shoot her way. Lisa dispatched Gail in a clip. CBS leaked because CBS, you know, wanted some action. They are routinely in last place in morning news ratings behind ABC and NBC. It's always, and then there's CBS. Anyway, Lisa isn't R. Kelly. She calmly had every reply to make Gail look like an absolute monster. Now, you have the. Backlash. Thankfully, Snoop Dogg stepped in, and a few other questionable celebrity black men who've now took the energy off of Gail, swung the pendulum around in Gail's favor, and now you have. This is the funniest part. You have the B, the B W W A D W A A S F D B W T T D group. That acronym stands for Black Women with Advanced Degrees, who are also staunch feminists, defending black women to death. <laughs> so, you have them now, who've turned the energy around where it's like, oh, y'all really going to let Snoop call her a dog face bitch? Exactly. And it's like, this is Snoop. This (sighs) is like, and Ross said it best the other day. I I find it hilarious that people with bachelor's degrees, master's degrees. Doctorates. People who are in high positions that can't understand that not everybody in the world thinks or reacts like you do. Snoop is a crip. Right. He's a crip from Long Beach, California. Snoop was on trial for a murder before his first album dropped. Like, the nigga came to, to the <laughs> MTV Awards with the warrant out for his arrest. Snoop's a crip from Long Beach, so when you trip off and a crip from Long Beach, your dog face bit, you dogface bitch. That's the way a motherfucker's yeah. gonna react, and that's how they gonna talk. Boosie has a fade from motherfucking. <laughs> where's he from? Uh, oh, Baton, Baton Rouge, Rouge. like. This is not a media trained person. So you see, I love Boosie's reaction. It was like, what the fuck is wrong with Gail? And somebody in the background like, that's Oprah homegirl. I don't give a fuck who she can too. I don't give a fuck who she fucked with. Like, that's real. Because you tripped off and said some crazy shit about Kobe a week after the man died in a helicopter crash with his daughter. Those emotions are still yeah. raw. Those emotions are real. People is fucked up about it. In the in the in the in, in the uh, black women with advanced degrees group, y'all
2: want us to shift our care. And our empathy onto Gail because some people said some words about her that y'all
1: don't like. Well, what about the fact that what she said about our hero that we don't like? I said it the other Why day. Why is it about that? And then for Oprah to bring her big head on and whatever the show, she, the him. show she was on. I don't even. I've never even seen it before. Never in life. And and that's the 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 joint where it's like this is who they are because Oprah don't step out and do nothing with uh I don't know. Anybody that we know, like Charlemagne, <laughs> right. like motherfucking, it, it it would be a stretch for her to be on something like Drink Champs. But even like going to a a, a forum like the Breakfast Club, or going to sit down with Michael Strahan, just somebody Chip Puffy got his own network, s- Dame Dash too, somebody <laughs> who just connects with our culture. Yeah. It's like you go to the most random ass white woman in the middle of the day, and start not crying. even sitting with Ellen yeah. or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like who who we you know we understand. Or shit, even Whoopi, because Whoopi going to shoot you the fuck straight, straight up and down. It's like you go and sit on this show and you start crying, talking about Gail isn't doing well. And I, when I saw that, the only thing I could think is, how's Vanessa doing, right? Because her husband just died with her thirteen-year-old daughter in a fucking helicopter crash, and a week later, before he's even buried and had a goddamn homegoing service, your best friend is on television. Like, so yeah, what? what, what, what you wouldn't see him being like a, a, a sexual offense. It's just like. What the fuck are y'all talking about, at, yo? It was, it was disrespectful to his legacy and at at best
2: it's just it's tasteless. But in reality, it's just completely disrespectful. Shows a lack of humanity. But y'all want us to feel sorry for her because some men said that she's a nut-ass bitch. Well, you did some nut-ass shit, girl. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, it just is what it is. This is, is a worst-case... What y'all not understand is, is Snoop
1: and 50, and Boosie's reaction is a worst-case scenario. If you don't do what you did, they don't say what they say. I said it best the other day, and it was getting retweeted a lot. I said, my mother, God rest her soul, she told me at a young age to love and respect the black woman because the black woman is the most unloved and the most disrespected person on the planet. I, I understand and believe that 100%. My mom, if she was alive, would also say, Gail need her goddamn ass whooped. Right. That's what she was saying. <laughs> right. I'm just keeping it a bean with you. So it's like, yeah, you can't get mad at people for having that energy. Yeah. You was on some whole other shit. You know what this whole exchange taught me
2: is that people will have minority opinions and conduct themselves like Gail did in an interview and try to get off a minority opinion or in a minority agenda and then be shocked and surprised when the whole weight of the world and the internet crashes on a fucking mm-hmm. head. Because the internet and the people that you are interacting with that agree with you will trick you into believing that right. what you think is what everybody thinks. And Gail found out fast, swift, and hard Everybody don't feel like you feel, sis. Right. In fact, we feel the complete opposite, and we kind of want want you to get your head cut to the fat meat for what you fucking said. <laughs> I got into the fat meat, goddammit. Because you're completely it's out of pocket. Always an American Pit reference on this goddamn it's show. It's a theme. Yeah. It's a theme. But it's just like, yo, it's it's just unfortunate. And Fifty said it best, and I want to play the clip of, of him um, at the yeah, premiere 50, for 50, the show. Yeah. He killed it.
3: I just didn't understand what the, what the goal is at that point. Because she you know what Gobi means to the actual culture at the same time. Like they knew what Michael Jackson meant. But if somebody I just don't know what you're trying to do when the men are dead. But the system itself, the legal system, couldn't deal with it. What are you supposed to do? Publicly convict them? Is that the idea? Now is it justice or is it revenge? Point, right if you and you're talking to people who know him he's a good person like you are what you want to do about it now he's gone who can defend him at this point? it's all public opinion now so it, it, no matter which way you look at it I, I don't see what the goal is i don't see how you can everyone's greater in their absence than they are in their presence right all Right. so they're gonna keep playing with people that are not here and it's gonna them over because people are going to start to not like them in an intense way for doing that because it's just not the right thing to do.
1: Like, 50 made so much sense right there. I almost agreed to watch the first episode of <laughs> Power 2. Like, that's how much sense. Fit. And it's crazy because I said it today earlier on Twitter. I'm like, when 50 is this serious and makes this much sense, that's how you know people are triggered For by sure. this shit. And he made a very, very good point. You, why are y'all playing with dead niggas? Yeah. I don't even under it's like whack going around talking about Biggie wasn't no legend. What why are you doing this? Like, what do you get out of this? What's the end goal? What happened to Respect for the Dead? Like, this is why Nipsey Manager punched you in the forehead. Because yeah. you fucking drawling. So it's like, yeah, you turn around and motherfuckers want to go upside your wig. You you bought this, Gail. You tripping right now. Yeah. It's bad enough you and Ofrey running around talking crazy about Mike. Yeah, but at the end of the day, Mike done had his time. Mike passed away, and it's like those allegations were heavy and there. Mike had a whole trial, all of that yeah. shit, and he had the second joint. Even that, though, is I was listening to Mike today in, in uh, the gym. It's like even that, it's like, dog, Mike got real live fans that love and adore him. You got to let that shit go. And like 50 said, if the criminal, we believe in the criminal system, right? right? If the criminal system has dropped in and let it go, what are you trying to do at this point? Fry him in
2: the court of public opinion. but. but but what they but the roadblock that they ran into is
1: the, the public ain't, we going. ain't going, we ain't going. <laughs> the man died two Sundays ago, yeah. We ain't going. You're tripping, yeah. You're bugging the fuck out. They ain't even finished all the goddamn tributes around the NBA, around the world. They ain't even yeah. have his home going service yet, exactly. You're tripping right now. Why is this even in your list of questions? And that's the joint where it's like, you know, if if. You know, Allen Iverson, God forbid, passed away for you to sit down with, you know, somebody who knew AI and be like, yeah, why he wouldn't get the practice shit? It's like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Why, right now? why
2: did he lock his wife out of the house that day?
1: Just dumb <laughs> shit. Like, what are you to- like? What what is the purpose? And that's that's a perfect. One. Yeah. What is the what? Is, what are you trying to get out of out of Lisa Leslie? Of all people.
2: I saw a tweet that Rob retweeted last night, this journalist. I don't even want to say his name, but he works for, like, uh, might be HuffPost and a couple other things, whatever like that. And he was basically trying to defend, denounce Snoop, but basically defend Gail's rights as a journalist to ask these questions. And I'm just like, that's y'all problem now. Y'all want to be feel free to disrespect somebody with coded language and not get punched in the face for it. Right. Right. Like, if a motherfucker come up to me tomorrow talking some bullshit about Zeke, I'm going in your shit. Like, it's nothing to talk about. Like, I don't want to hear you out or what you was thinking, and like, oh yeah, when he was in fourth grade, he was a bitch ass nigga. Okay, well, I'm not today and I'm about to fuck you up. Now, where do we go from here? Right. So it's just like, why can't we, at some point, the pussification of society has led us to think that there are no consequences for using harsh and vile language about people that other folks care about. And we have to change that shit. Like, no, you won't get your issue behind disrespecting somebody that people care about. There was once upon a time where niggas in Houston will crack your head over for
1: saying Scarface, not top five. Dog. I seen them beat a <laughs> nigga ass in New Orleans for coming at BG. I watched that He's like four foot Of cash money Total pole I was, I was eating I was eating dirty rice right. so like, Yeah that fucking boy Boy was talking crazy About BG Nigga just suck a Slit him on Motherfucking Down in the first quarter Talk that crazy shit but About BG But they call R. that Toxic masculinity It's like well, I saw uh, one of them media Jones posted that uh, Gail King now getting death threats behind the Kobe Jones. (laughs) Somebody quoted the tweet was like Hank Aaron got them Jones. I seen him in the mall the other day. She be (laughs) (laughs) cracking up (laughs) like what? But and it's crazy because Snoop had to like do another video where he's like, I don't condone violence. You know, I don't want nobody to get hurt or whatever. But it's like. You you caught me in a in a john and this is this is how we talk. Yeah. This is how it be. And he like, I ain't sending nobody after you and no crazy shit. So it's like that whole shit that Oprah was on, I was just weird as fuck. But again, maybe I'm looking too far in, maybe I peel too many layers back. Right. This is Oprah and Gail not being a part of this culture. Right. and Not participating, not in, the participating in the culture. Not Participating in the culture to where y'all move, no disrespect, Taylor, they move like 50 and 60 year old yeah. white women who live in the middle of nowhere where you take a black rapper saying something as a threat yeah. whereas us what's up bitch ass nigga what's up with you dog but we don't hear that yeah. literally Jules hit me what up hoe I ain't a hoe <laughs> that, I ain't a hoe. That's, that's how we talk <laughs> and you like but on the flip cause you are not part of the culture yeah. you don't understand like that it ain't a diss. It's sort of like how we took the word nigga and right. made it an endearing fucking yeah. term as opposed to something completely disrespectful mm. because, like, Paul Mooney would always say that. When he hears people, don't call me no nigga, it's like, I don't even want to be around you because you're just so fucking disconnected right. from the culture you don't even understand certain
2: things. And that speaks to 30 years of them not participating in anything remotely black, Like, you really urban, took Snoop
1: shit as, as like, like, an a, actual threat. Like, no, like... Snoop has on a goddamn scarf. <laughs> Snoop is chilling. Yeah, you know? was on a cooking show with Martha Stewart. Yeah, like they and that 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 right there is my. I haven't fucked with Oprah in a while. And Gail it I I never even thought about fucking so with Gale.
2: Not to fuck with Oprah.
1: Yeah, be, because y'all aren't participants. Yeah, y'all have like. Traded in your black card Yeah y'all have all the critiques of the culture and, and and no understanding of it Oprah threw up the rock song like this Threw up the fucking rutabaga I was done <laughs> Like when she had the crash cast on her set And Luda wasn't out there I was done
3: yeah. I was
0: cool
1: And Ice Cube even was like And 50 Cent What does she have against rappers? I don't get it Cause you talk about how bad we are for the culture And how bad we are for the kids You have rapists and shit on your show you hang out with Harvey Weinstein. What the fuck are you talking it about? take a step
2: further, I just found out Oprah had some guy that was her spiritual advisor that was working oh. on her for years. He's locked up right now for 17 years, doing 17 years for sex crimes. Right. And she ain't never spoke on this never. shit. Never.
1: Never. This was her spiritual advisor. He already taking pussy. Crazy as shit. But that gets swept under the rug. It's the wildest thing. She just had such a thing. And that like her thing was like with the whole going to to Marcy with Jay-Z was like the look, y'all, I'm in the mix. And, you know, we love Jay-Z. And, you know, and it's funny because I was saying I was talking to somebody about it the other day, the gym. This goes back to show the generation before us just how clueless they really were when it came because. The generation before us really used to pump for Oprah to run for president. Yeah. You remember that? They really (laughs) used to be like, Oprah could be the first black president, first black woman president, and you realize... It was only because Oprah was rich. Yeah. And it goes back to what Carl say all the time. It's like putting the integrity in front of the bag. Stop letting the fact that somebody is up blind you. Because this person could legitimately be up and not fuck with you, your culture, nothing about you at all. And that's kind of how I look at Oprah now. Yeah, she's a billionaire. Yeah, she created her own network and all of that shit. But even when you look back at her daytime show, that shit wasn't directed towards us. Fuck no. Fuck no. It's like Oprah, outside of her being in a couple movies... That was really it. Right. But Oprah got, she got uh, assaulted sexually when she was young. And I st- I think she just never, never came healed off from of it. that yeah. shit when it came to, like, the black men. It's like somebody said the other day about Tyler Perry, like how her her and him, co- like, connected so easily. Mm-hmm. And it's like, somebody was saying on Twitter, I forgot the, the thread. I was like, but it was talking about how Tyler Perry now, where it's like, all right, the first, you know, why... Diary of a Mad Black Woman, and why did I get married? And right. I can do bad all by myself. It's like, bro, you on your your 143rd <laughs> right. production, and you still got this this thing where it's the big strong black nigga is like aggressive and violent right. and fucking out to get your money and do it. And it's just like,
2: you made a billion off that shit, bro. You ain't pivoted to nothing else yet. You got nothing for us. His latest joint is the same shit. <laughs> is it any niggas in there that know CPR and can hoop? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I would love to see who's working for him. Like, like if you go down the line, like are there any hetero respectable black men that are employed by you? Because they gotta hate coming to work, seeing this shit on the docket again. Oh yeah, niggas whooping ass again. Yeah. We'll be working on the day, Tyler. Oh uh, man, niggas, you know, nigga gonna whoop some uh, some black woman ass and some white woman yeah, ass.
1: nigga whooping ass, we doing a movie, nigga whooping ass for an hour and 17 minutes, then we got the show, nigga whooping ass for <laughs> 23 minutes of commercials. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is just crazy. It's insane. But it's like, the, the thread was going off about how, it's like, all right, yo, enough is enough. Like, yeah. we get it. Like, at this point, it's like, you got anything else for us? Like, any other? Not really. Nah? No. Not really. What y'all want? Like that's kind of how it come up. Y'all don't want 44 more of these. And I literally sit back and I just think about a lot of different times I've seen Oprah and I like I said with the generation before us that wanted her to be president. Yeah. And it's like Oprah's politics, Oprah's connections, Oprah's friends, Oprah's beliefs, Oprah's view of the culture and everything in it. None of that shit is in line with with, the black agenda
2: Y'all was gonna let Oprah sell y'all up the fucking river Just cause she was rich Oprah's gonna put y'all niggas back in
1: slavery (laughs) Y'all like, Oprah should be the first black president Like, I still cannot believe that after every Like, you It's crazy because the Kobe Bryant situation Really, really When you get into it I don't know if you ever really got into it about the girl Yeah She literally was dealing with him He said he felt like it was consensual. She said afterwards that it wasn't. The bitch had schizophrenia. She was on fucking drugs, on pills, doing all this crazy shit. She sued him civilly. He settled with it. She dropped a motherfucking criminal charge, got her body done. It was crazy as fuck. Before that, she was found to be a
2: non-credible witness because of her... Health diagnosis and the fact of hair in the fucking panties, different fucking she semen in the she, panties.
1: She, she uh picked up some panties that were used to some crazy. <laughs> the shit was the whole story was ridiculous, but the shit got dropped and Kobe went on and yeah, married. He was already married. He went on, had daughters, did all this shit. Kobe was legitimately working for the women's basketball, like he right. doing all this shit. But then you turn around and you got like Harvey Weinstein, who on numerous fucking accounts. By Taking all pussy means, was always on the menu. Was video. wilding the fuck out, co- like almost competitively. Like he was doing this shit for sport. Yeah, and this was your friend. You've said nothing. Both of y'all big head hoes, and y'all have said nothing. <laughs> and you can't say nothing. I, I've been again. I've not been fucking Oprah forever. Right. I never was really that crazy Oprah. So it's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I, I always talk crazy about them. But it's like y'all really do all of this shit. For even, even the R. Kelly shit Even it's like R. Kelly yeah He's a dickhead he's a monster we get that But where's the energy for Matt Lauer Where's the energy for Harvey Weinstein right. Where's the energy for these other people For Brett Ratner where's, Why do you have this much energy for Michael Jackson who's dead When Kevin Spacey had
2: Documented cases of him fucking Going after teenage boys And preteen boys and
1: all type of shit On his work sets I don't even understand it where's the energy for this there's none. So it's like that's be my joint. It's like Kobe's dead. Kobe died in a helicopter crash. Yeah. What the fuck are you even talking about this for? And that was my biggest problem with it. Yeah. Like out of all the things you could you know, I'm I got all these papers now, magazine. Ain't none of that shit in there. Right. It's a lot of <laughs> shit you could be talking about. <laughs> right. Why are we talking about this? So that was my biggest issue with it. I'm cool off of both of them, man.
2: Yeah, honestly. for sure.
1: Like, I'm good all the way around. Uh none of this other shit I really care about. It doesn't matter. And I'm getting to wrap it up, son. Top fifty lists, I don't We could talk about that next time. Yeah, uh Puff and Mace. I didn't really care. It's like Puff. It's a business
2: dispute.
1: Yeah.
2: Puff's not a good guy. We knew this. <laughs> we knew this twenty-six years ago. Straight up and down. <laughs> we knew this when he bought Biggie's publishing. <laughs>
1: Jada said they had to throw a refrigerator off of the
3: roof on him.
2: <laughs> it's like we, we He said this. Styles actually did throw a chair at him in a meeting. Oh, nice. He was on Hip Hop DX the other day, and Kiss was like, yeah, once Styles threw the uh, chair at Diddy, that's kind of the breaking point of us getting off the label. Yeah. You think? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, like, oh, y'all niggas throwing chairs. All right, y'all could go to Inner Scoop. Um, live show, another one. Friday, April 3rd, TRPE Live. We already sold out of the first run of VIP tickets. We are going to add more, because I know y'all motherfuckers be vip and y'all love that vip so we're gonna add more tickets to that go to punchlinephilly.com get y'all tickets man um we're gonna have a, a little gift for everybody to buy a vip ticket we're gonna have exclusive merch at this show just like we had last show uh no special guest slated as of now but you never fucking know and uh other than that, man, you know, we got another dope show coming up following this one with Jamel Kendall, our financial uh resident, financial expert. He was on the show like two and a half years ago with us. Gonna be talking about the business side of um, you know f- financial freedom and, you know, establishing business credit and all of that. He's a real reputable guy. It's my personal business advisor, somebody I talk to, you know, as frequently as possible, and he's going to be dropping game on that. So that episode will be out Tuesday or Wednesday. This episode is out right now, Sunday night slash Monday morning. Please enjoy it. Uh, Be responsible. Be safe wherever y'all at, man. We appreciate y'all. And once again, live show Friday, April 3rd. Get y'all tickets and mess with our sponsor man feels feals.com Backsize trpe get 50% off your first order any repeat order you get 30% off but your initial order is 50% off so go on there stock up tell them trp Sancho.
0: hey there ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about